0: I sure showed that Putin fella. Told him go ahead, take Ukraine, make my day. But he decided not to make it, which is even better. Cause my day was already made. Now I don't
1: even need to go out of bed. Sir, what is it? it? it's the supply lines. Newsom, he he he's been captured. Captured how? Well, he was out on the rail yard. He was he was out there, he was pretending to clean up, and then he got carried away practicing show tunes. The gangs realized it was him. So the gangs. Wait, can I say gangs? Newsom doesn't like calling them gangs. Gangs. I think he thinks it helps solve theft if you're not using traditional labels. So, I guess I mean folks. You know, he was captured by.
0: Just give me the damn news, boy. You gotta save him. I'll do it. I warned them. We used to work together. I warned them of the gangs. You need to be strong, Hepex. That curly man, he let the homeless be shit all over. I work out, take supplements, and I drop me the turds. But this is too much shit. Who is feeding all the homeless? You need signs like pigeons. No one tells you not to feed the homeless. No wonder there's shit everywhere. If I didn't have the Humvee, I'd be getting stuck in all this shit. Come on, man. This is no time for blame. We need to save him. Fix the supply lines. I can't do it. I promised my goats. What do you mean? No more missions. I can't do it to my goats. The goats don't care, man. Your country needs you. Don't you dare talk about my goats that way. Come on, man. How many times are you going to say that in one scene? I don't have a lot of other lines. It's kind of my catchphrase. See in? I can't. My goats need me. Listen up. You're either going to help we're going to start throwing your goats. You wouldn't do that. I actually got one of your goats hostage. Frankie, not Frankie! You son of a bitch! See he Yes. He'll do it. What was that? That's my catchphrase. Oh, okay. How about you hit that line again, and then we'll do a training montage. I haven't been on a mission in a little bit. Rising up, this song's out of
1: place. It belongs in a rocky. M- still doing Arnold D Impressions This
0: entire thing feels kinda tired
1: This song doesn't even rhyme It's just a cheesy narrative device Before the mission, while he works in the gym It seems like he's getting back in shape really fast Oh, it's the intense part of the song When he starts doing her shit. Oh, now he's really lifting super heavy weights oh looks like he's ready to get out there and punch some people in the face kick some gang ass dude we're not using that word what is up everybody welcome back to run your mouth podcast that is the uh, part one from newest cartoon biden time If uh, you're listening to the audio version, you know, go to one of the YouTube pages, checks it out. Hi, everyone. Hanging out in the stream. Let me know if you could actually uh, hear that video. I took the time and I tested the feed beforehand. So if you can't hear it, lie to me. Just pretend like you like all the clips I put together and that you can hear them in perfect format and that it's really made your day. And as always, show's brought to you by Yo Kratom and Sheath Underwear. Use promo code RYM. You're going to get yourself 20% off the sheets. There's no there no discounts on Cranum because it's already discounted. It's already 60 bucks a kilo. Can't get it any better. But those sheets, you can get yourself 20% off on some of the best underwear you'll ever wear. You can't find better underwear. I challenge you. I challenge you. If you think you found better underwear, I invite you to come to my living room one of these mornings and model what you think is better underwear. That is the run your mouth challenge. Uh, so, you know, if you're out there and you think you've got better underwear than the sheets, I'll have a sheath off with you. Right in my living room, right in the morning. All right, let's get into some news topics. Um, just so everyone knows uh, what we got should... on the docket for today, the greatest disinformation channel of all time. Today's topic in light of yesterday's event in India, the world leaders addressed in the dangers of women enthusiastically dancing at weddings. World's health. What to do with the absolute window of K95-90-866-66 guidance. In winter fashion, what of the best socks for people too cheap to run their heaters. And science news, is the Hadron Glider making scientist Dick Smaller? In an international news, why does no one still give a shit about Africa? So, stay tuned. We're going to address all the topics, uh, lay them out for you, nice and organized, so you know what we're going to be getting into this morning. And uh, I'm sad to say, it looks like we're going to war uh, with Russia. The reason I say that is because we're sending Kamala over, and uh, we all know she's the fall guy. And yes, I mean guy, uh, like Obama's birth certificate. Uh, Has anyone still confirmed that she doesn't have a dick? I mean, she publicly identifies as a woman, but if men can decide that they want to be women, which I fully support, I fully support that you should get to pick your own gender, but then I also think I should get to decide that you're not the gender that you currently identify with. I feel like that's logically sound. If you get to pick your gender, then I can also identify you as something else from home. Not a person, that would be rude in person, but I'm just saying... Like, the leftists, they see that men are evil and unlikable, and if someone like Kamala is this evil and unlikable, then she must clearly be a man. Like, how do we know that she's not uh, reverse Michael Jacksoning herself and just pretending to have a vagina? So before we even address the Russia scandal, I'm going to need an immediate uh, press conference at the White House. Uh, where Kamala shows off her vagina and actually proves to us that she's a lady cuz if not I'm just figuring that this is a dude with a dick who's actually white uh who is pretending to be a black female to ride that all the way to the top uh but enough of this nonsense what I'm trying to uh what I'm trying to get at uh, Adam James Cook coming in hot comment le- hot comment letting us know that he's actually seen Kamala's penis and that it's rather like yeah if she had a dick I could see it It would have a hang. It would have a nice swing to it. Um, And no, seriously, though, because Kamala, only one of two things can happen with Kamala. Either she's going to make the situation worse where, like, we were going to actually have it figure out. And then she shows up to a meeting and she just starts laughing. And then Putin thinks that she's laughing at him. And then it's like, no, no, she just laughs at everything because she's got some weird joker problem. But then Putin's like, no, no, no. the vice president's laughing at me. I'm not going to be fucking laughed at in my own country. And the next thing you know, we're at war or today was the day that we were going to go to war. And so Biden's like, just send Kamala over there. Make her look bad. I don't want to look bad. I want to get back into bed. Send her over. All right. What else we got here? This is the other Russian news. So one, everyone's very upset that Putin lied to us. Putin pulled this move where he goes, "Hey, look at me. I'm, uh, I'm pulling, uh, I'm pulling all this stuff back from the border." And then what do you know? We're really he's uh, stocking more people onto the border. And I love this that people are like, "Oh my God, a government lied to us!" Like it's always funny that we can ever look at our government and go, "Hey, you're lying to us," but then that's the first thing our government will say about another government. Because like, they're like, you can't lie to me. I'm another government. We're supposed to be on uh we're supposed to be on the same government page where we don't lie to each other. It's like, well, that's the only thing you do. Like that's, that's what you guys do. It's like all of a sudden you're surprised that another government's lying to you. Like you guys have super immunity to the power of other people lying. Uh, and now we're already having reports of both sides of this going Hey, he started it. You know, I was just sitting over here minding my own business. And then they started shelling me. And then all of a sudden you got rebels who want to shell people. You got kindergartens under attack. So uh, it seems like uh, Biden hasn't done a great job of de-escalating this. All he has to do is call them up and go, listen, guys, it's getting a little out of control. So, you know, we're just uh, we're not going to, you know, take Ukraine into NATO. Or here's an idea. We're a fan of democracy. Why don't we just let NATO, I mean, why don't we just let Ukraine vote on it? Like, why don't we just get Ukraine's opinion? You know, why don't we have like a dance-off or something where both Putin and Biden show up in Ukraine and they tell them, hey, here's what you'll get if you'll join NATO. And then Putin's all like, here's what you get if you do nothing. And then we let them decide or we could just go to war and start, you know, start nuking each other. I guess we could see how far we can escalate it. That could be true too. And then this, I just found a little bit surprising was this was a picture in the wall street journal of, uh, you know, these guys, the Ukrainian border, they're in a trench, which doesn't, doesn't seem like a, doesn't seem like a great start. I mean, how are you in a trench with possible warfare with Russia? How's that going to go? It's like war started. And then you got to run to the other people in your troop and go, Hey, uh, you know, the, the war started. So I think they're just going to send a plane and probably bomb us. So, and was like, well, then should we run? And I'll be like, I don't think we can run. I mean, they put us in the trench and they're like, yeah, but the trench's going to be bombed. It's going to be flattened. And then they're like, well, then we should probably run. But then they're like, well, if we just leave the trench, then they'll, maybe they'll see that we leave the trench and they won't bomb the trench. And then they'll just show up and then they'll know that we left the trench. And then they're like, all right, well, maybe what we can do is we can leave the trench and then we'll see if they don't bomb it. And then if they start invading us, we'll quickly run back into the trench. And then they're like, well, what if we all leave the trench? And then they end up bombing it and there's no corpses. And then the guy's like, all right, you just volunteered yourself for staying in the trench. Do trenches still work? It seems like you would need a time machine to go back to World War One in order for this trench to be relevant. Uh, and I believe that's all I have on... Oh, and obviously if we go to war, everyone can look forward to even higher gas prices. How come there's no future store? How come there's no like... Costco where they put in a futures contract at the beginning of the year with their suppliers and then you as a consumer can't just go there and buy a futures contract from them where your milk eggs gas and just regular things will be inflation protected I'll pre-spend if that would if that existed in the world like if I could just go to a bodega at the beginning of the year and go hey here's ten thousand dollars and I want my sandwiches I want my two sandwiches a day at at current prices and I'll prepay for them I would take that deal. People in the chat, would you guys be willing to take that deal? Prepay for your meals, and the chat is active this morning. Look at this—you go live at the time that you're supposed to go live, and everybody shows up. All right, let's take a let's take a couple comments here. This is from uh, Great Iron Chris, who uh, everyone should go follow him. That guy's all over the ESG score stuff, and uh, I should have shaved my head today. All right, trench warfare in a time of drums seems ridiculous. I guess we know which side to bet on. Fair enough. Uh, we got Roscoe. He's a usual throwing, throwing the fire icon up there. Hell yeah. Uh, we got Forrest. Mommy was just on, uh, that intro music got me pumped. Thank you. I like getting, I like everyone getting pumped up. We got to get some more music going on in this thing. Jesus should return to troll everyone. That would be fun. You know, it'd be really fun is if Jesus returned and he went, my children, that's, I'm going to pretend that, you know, Jesus has like a very soft voice, but he shows up and he goes, my children, I've returned. First, thing, if Jesus returns, is he, is he returning like on a cross? Like does it come right up and like he's like on it, but like it just comes out of the ground and then maybe he he walks or like at that point he probably just floats. So he probably comes out of the ground and he's floating and then he goes, "My children, I have returned to tell you that Ukraine belongs to Russia." And then at that point, Biden would be, that's that ain't the real Jesus, man. That's a fake Jesus. Russia can't have Ukraine. All right, let's take one more comment, and then uh, we're going to get back into the rest of the news story. Sup, Robbie? It's me, Luke, that you interviewed uh, me in the Losing My Mind episode when they built Chop Chaz around my apartment. Oh, yeah, 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 the skateboarder dude. You were going to teach me how to skateboarder, and uh, we could lose your last tooth together. Uh, Maybe get it from the tooth fairy. I heard that if it's your last tooth left, then the tooth fairy will pay out on that one as an adult. Um, All right, last one. Can we bet on who will win wars in Vegas? If that line doesn't exist, then we should create it. We should get the lines going. Uh, I got my, well, I guess it depends on how far it escalates on who would win that. All right, let's get back into the news. Uh, what do we got here? What do we got next coming back at you? Oh, we got some other scandals. Let's see what other scandals took place today. First, and other scandals. Oh shit, we gotta go back one. The first scandal was President Biden will announce a one billion infrastructure funding to clean up the Great Lakes. It sounds like those lakes aren't that great, huh? How do you call yourselves the Great Lakes? You need a billion dollars in funding. I'm calling it scandalous. Next is we've got which Winter Olympic sport is the slipperiest, and the obvious answer is whichever one Cardi B got her vagina on. That would be, and that's actually the scandal. That's why there were so many wipeouts in this Olympics is that Cardi B was over in China greasing up the American equipment with her vagina juice. And I got to tell you, if you've never watched uh, Olympic crashes, and this is the biggest problem. You can never find stuff. Like, once I find something and I'm like, oh, that's funny, but it doesn't fit the show, and then I want to go refind it, I can never find it. But here, I'll play one video of a crash. And these weren't the crashes I watched. This person shooter, might have actually uh, gotten for hurt, which leader, makes it less funny but to watch. This here is from Austria, Nicole Schmidtholfer <laughs> who... Still funny to me. Go spend some time watching uh, Olympic ski crashes because it's actually way funnier. It's almost like a hockey crash where you get checked into the boards except there's no other players there. Or like in a NASCAR crash where, you know, you get smashed into the boards, but it's like, dude, there were no other cars. Like, why did you – because, like, it it just seems like they just decided, eh, hey, you know what, I'm bored. I'm just going to take out the fence. Uh, moving on. Air Force spends $7.5 million to research lunar traffic jams. Uh, Part of why they're claiming we can't go to the moon, other than that we've never been there before, uh, because we didn't have the tech then. And uh, it would be weird that suddenly we can't get there now. I mean, if they pulled it off in the 70s or whenever they claimed we went to the moon, you'd think it would be easy. You'd think we'd have that down. Uh, but apparently, firstly, you don't realize it, but we are the white trash of planets. Like if there were aliens and they could actually travel the globe, they would pass. We're we're like the trailer trash. Like we, we would look to other planets. Like if you pass the world's grossest trailer park, because we just leave garbage up there. And every single time we've ever gone to the moon, supposedly, we just leave the planes there. And now if you try and get up there, you can't get past all the garbage that we've left behind. Uh which uh and where's bernie sanders on this complaining the the evil corporations they have polluted the space now we can't get the space it's that's oh it's actually it's nasa's fault they've been polluting what we're going to need is a a green shuttle that runs off of to clean up the garbage before we even get to the moon we got to clean up the other garbage there's garbage in space we have to get rid of the garbage that people have put into the space And here's the latest from our world leaders. Um, We've got this picture, which says it all. If you've ever wondered about, because I haven't delved that deep into uh, this whole New World Order situation uh, where, you know, the world leaders want global communism so that they can make sure that they can preserve their wealth and that there will be no freedom. But look at that picture of uh, Trudeau, He's sitting at the World Economic Forum. He's almost got like a a pair of pose. It's like he went to the the Washington Monument. He looked at, I mean, the Lincoln Memorial. Saw the way that was. Guy was sitting there. He's like, I want my best boss look that I could possibly have. And so you've got the World Economic Forum. And look at how well these guys understand marketing. Committed to improving the state of the world. You know, that's all they're all. They're just looking to help us out. They just they they're looking. They're the economic developers looking for a better state of the world and nothing lets me know how honest you are and how much you're really looking to benefit me than Trudeau sitting there feeling like he owns the place. Uh, Trump, he's got his uh, first post on new Twitter, which is great. He, the Trump, Trump was sitting there and he finally, listen, I'll make my own Twitter, okay? No one's going to keep me from tweeting.
0: I'm the greatest tweeter of all time, okay? You can't wait first time. Uh, this is me.
1: I got my own Twitter now. I'm excited for Trump Twitter because I don't know how long I'm going to last on this Twitter. And I would like to see the rest of the life cycle events of Trump, like through tweets. Like I would love it when we finally get Trump and he's on his deathbed and he's still tweeting. It's fake news. I'm hundred percent. Okay. Trump never dies. Okay.
0: I'm not dying. I'm the healthiest I've ever been. The Supreme court, they actually called me You know what they said? They said, no one does the job as good of you. We need you to come back, okay? You can't die, Trump. We need you. We need you to come back. We know that you're 115 years old, okay? But we
1: need you. You got to come back. And I'll do it. I'll do it for him because they called me. I'm not dying. Uh, And I'll just say this. Until Donald Trump steps forward and he pardons the January 6th shaman and commits to making that guy his next press secretary, I will not be supporting Donald Trump. Uh, I think the only way that we're going to build that wall and keep the demons that come in from third world countries through the Southern border, uh, the only way Donald Trump will be able to get his agenda done and also keep the deep state and Hillary Clinton off his back is if he commits to pardoning everyone from January 6th and making the shaman uh, his press secretary. Cause you know, we uh, let's make it more entertaining and at least stay out of war with Putin. You know what I mean? It's like for, for all the things Biden's been doing, Hey, I'm going to bring back normalcy. I'm going to bring back uh, dignity to our presidency for the freak show. That was Donald Trump. You know, I guess at least he didn't get us into any wars. All right. Uh, I think I got one more scandal here. Oh yeah. Look at the world turning on its head. But this is, this is actually, I gotta be honest. This is only half the tweet. You can go read the whole tweet, but here's Hillary Clinton going to Twitter to declare things as being fake news talk about I mean how much of a uh, of a turnaround is that Hillary Clinton using Twitter to declare fake news all right let's take a couple comments then we'll get into our uh, next topic here we've got Luke he's coming forward he's saying hey man you can still uh, still teach you how to skate um, we've got Jacob uh, we're the trailer talk boys of the solar system that's what I'm that's what I'm saying full grown man. Did I wear super chat if you gave the option I have funds to support the king of the Cox you know we're gonna we're gonna make some options available in the near future so that you guys can uh, can send me your money and then I can have or weekend so a uh, full-grown man who's out there who claims to have his own money I don't know I don't want to do anything that's monetized through YouTube in any fashion uh, but we'll figure something out and then uh, we've got in indigrove, with the, uh, the mark of the king, just letting just letting everyone else know in the chat that they support the king, and then full-grown man coming back. Dude, I just offered you my money. Why wouldn't you take my money? Do you not like my money? No, I love your money. I think your money's great. You know what? Maybe I'll get a tattoo on my forehead of what my Venmo is, and then you guys can just Venmo me directly. I'll, I'll just put it right across the top. There's plenty of space there. There's no hair. It, it's not like it will get lost because I got bangs or something. We'll put it right across the forehead. And then uh, you guys can just make donations throughout the show so that I can pay for what would be my next face tattoo. Is there anything, by the way, they got to let you into a Jewish cemetery if you got a tattoo of way that people could send you money. You know, like that thing that they don't let Jews into Jewish cemeteries if you got a tattoo. If you got a tattoo that was literally, here's how you can send me money. What is more Jewish than that? They can't not let you in. All right, let's continue. Back to the news. Here's the latest from the CDC Wallachinsky, Walla Wallowinski, the uh, the Fauci, Fauci junior. So she said the house panel, there's no timeline for relaxing school masking guidance. So everyone's getting upset at her. She's trying to say, Hey, listen, we're going to try and let people take a COVID break. We get that you're fatigued because that's science now that things will kill you, but you can take a break from what will kill you. It's like, if there was a dangerous pit, that was filled with lava and everyone wanted to go into the lava pit and they're like, the lava pit will kill you, lava pit will kill you. All right, you know, we'll let you go in for a day and then everyone's got to get out. It'll be the one day lava pit day. What kind of fucking science is that? That there's something that will kill you, but you know, you can take a break from being afraid that it will kill you. That's the latest science. So people are getting all upset at her. they're trying to get the exact standards as to when people can go back to not having to wear masks, especially these kids that we've tortured, that they have to go to a building every single day, learn information that won't help their lives and wear masks while doing it. All right. So here, this is from the the week. Uh, this is, I'm going to read a little piece from this. We're going to break it down. In a House subcommittee hearing Tuesday, Republicans had pressed Walachinsky on the CDC's guidance that children wear masks in schools. And she acknowledged limitations to the science on school masking. Limitations. In other words, there's actually no evidence of the fact that specifically wearing masks in schools might have an effect, according to the audio virtual, and I added that part if you're listening, now we're back to reading, according to audio of the virtual hearing shared with Reason, but the research uniformly shows that when there's a lot of disease out there, the masks are preventing that disease and preventing that transmission, and because of that, we're able to keep our schools open. Look at that pivot. So basically, they ask, Hey, is there any clear evidence of the fact that wearing a mask in school is somehow preventing transmission? And she goes, Well, we don't have any specific research about schools, but generally speaking, the research uniformly shows that when there's a lot of disease out there, doesn't qualify what a lot is, the masks are preventing that, it doesn't qualify how much prevention or how much transmission is being prevented. So in other words, she's got no evidence to suggest that we need to be torturing our kids while they're in school, uh, but she's still she's going to make that guidance. Let's continue. Rep. McCarr- Rep. Kathy McCorris Rogers argued that the U.S. is an outlier as it relates to the mask mandate for our children to go to school and asked Walensky to commit to update your guidance by Friday to allow children in person without the burden of mask. Walensky declined. When Rep. Gary Palmer asked Walensky to justify the school masking guidance, reason reports, she noticed guidance is just guidance. Now, isn't this incredible? This is no longer I'm I'm giving my own commentary. This is no longer me just reading the article. But isn't that incredible? For uh, two years now, it's been we say something and you have to follow the science. If you're not following the science, you're basically pro-death. If you're not listening to everything we say, you are actively getting out there and trying to kill grandma because we are the scientists. And if we tell you that everyone needs to do something to save lives, we need every government official putting whatever force and power that they can on people to make sure that they're listening to us. And now the new pivot is guidance is just guidance. Decisions have to be made at the local level. Does the local level have scientists? Does the local level have people with the budget of the CDC? The CDC is very well-funded. I believe there's 40,000 uh, scientists that are working there. I believe that they have a budget of multiple billions of dollars. And now you're telling us that you, the scientists who are well-funded that we're supposed to be following, can't make a determination on something as simple as whether or not kids, you're just giving guidance? Well, 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 how suggestive is this guidance? Is there anything more annoying than when someone makes a recommendation like an accountant or a doctor and they go, well, it's your decision well, I get that it's my decision, but I'm standing with you because you're a fucking expert. Are you going to make a good well here? And like, and then they can't even give you like a clear explanation as to the advantages or disadvantages. All right, so it has to be made at a local level. And as cases come down dramatically, we have deferred our guidance to the local jurisdictions. Palmer called that answer not acceptable. You know why? Because it's not acceptable. Rep, 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 rep. <laughs> Anna Ishu said local jurisdictions lifting mask requirements uh, with while the CDC advises them on a national level puts a dent in CDC credibility. All right, that's it for the latest on uh, um, COVID. I will be doing a long Saturday deep dive with Stephen uh, about some of the um, most recent COVID information. Uh, we're going to be looking into whether or not uh, you're... Big data is starting to show excess deaths or other problems with myocarditis. Um, we've got some other interesting topics on the docket. Uh, so stay tuned for Saturday. I'm bringing Steven back on. We are going to do a coronavirus deep dive and most likely will not be doing that on YouTube. So uh, luckily, we got the good people of Odyssey who will host us. Speaking of which, uh, this uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend, I'm going to be back up at the Shell in New Hampshire. Uh, and we're gonna be doing a hell of a show. It's gonna be me, uh BK Chris, and Andy Malfinari. We're each gonna be doing about 20 minutes of stand-up, and then we're gonna be doing a full live run your mouth podcast. On that note, Thursday and Friday of next week, we won't be doing a live show. We're gonna be saving all that material so that we can do it live in New Hampshire. So if you're in the Boston, New Hampshire, or other areas, it's the only live show I really got scheduled for a little while. So uh come hang out. All right, here we go. Let's take a couple comments and then home stretch of the morning episode. Um, these kids are going to grow up hella bitter. I agree agree with you. Uh, full grown man. I want to engorge the King of the cocks. You know what? I like this dude. Yeah, this guy's a winner. Don't worry. I will figure out a way to get you information so that you can get me money. But in the meantime, go load up on sheath, use promo code RYM. You get 20% off Or if you're into weed, you get your Deltas, uh, support the sponsors. Great iron. Chris has the number of mouth fart noises in school. I would think so. You know, that's a good call. That's a really good call Is uh like, or especially if you're good, if you were, oh my God, if you're a kid and you figured out like, well, you wouldn't even need to figure out the ventriloquism part. If you just figured out how to throw your voice, that could be a lot of fun. Especially if you could imitate the other people in the room and pretend like the hot chicks were kept saying that they wanted to sleep with you in the middle of class. They, isn't that, that's right out of Billy Madison. You get the hot chick to start saying, that and then you're like, I don't want to sleep with you in the middle of class. All right. Uh, liability passing. I don't know what that is. Uh, sweet Pete's. Thanks, Rob. Great news breaks. Uh, Jacob is declaring his love for the King. And then we've got David Quaid plug the channel on your podcast more, which channel the YouTube, the YouTube channel, super secret. We can't be letting people know about the YouTube channel where you can get it on this live chat. Uh, all right. Last comment, throw your farts. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I like to do, especially in the gym. You fart in your hand, ladies on the treadmill, throw that right in her face. All right, let's watch this video. I This is the Super Bowl champions. You got the, uh, um, I, I forget the name of the Matthew Stafford. And so they're standing. You guys can see it. Take a look before I press play on how high this stage is. This is an obnoxiously high stage. And so here he is. He's up there. He's enjoying his Super Bowl celebration. He looks all hot. Boom. Lady takes a fall. And look at that casual walk off. Look at that casual walk-off. I mean, that is Super Bowl skills right there in reaction times where you can see somebody take a tumble like that and just go, eh, not my problem, just walk straight off. And I got to say, I I respect the hell out of this. I respect the hell. You know why I respect the hell out of this is uh, in a world where everyone's trying to be the nice guy, isn't it shockingly refreshing to just see a person be a total piece of shit? And, like, what was he really going to do? I mean, like, the the lady just fell off a, you know, 10-foot stage like, does this guy know CPR? He like, he, he's the, he's the quarterback. He's used to being protected. What's he really going to do? Is he going to jump off the stage and then realize, oh, I got nothing that I can do here. So this is perfect. This is like, he, he he's having his moment. And like, can you imagine, like if you were, imagine if this was in reverse and this was the, that lady's wedding and she's up there, she looks all fancy. And then he decides to storm the stage and falls off the stage. He thinks she's going to, ju- she's ruining his moment. Right. Like, don't let some dumb bitch ruin your moment. You just won the Super Bowl. You're up on your stage you're having a grand time. Someone takes a tumble. You got to pretend like that didn't happen. You're like, ah, that's somebody else's. I'm, I'm, I want to enjoy my day. And this is what's so great about being wealthy and good looking is that I bet his wife or uh, or really any lady out there, they're not going to not date him because he's an asshole. If anything, that might make him more intriguing. And here I actually found a press conference uh, with his wife where you know they're talking about their lifestyle of being uh you know all rich and famous making money winning super bowls let's uh let's give it a listen
2: we living in georgia my whole life not seeing the world not understanding a lot of things um and i'm lucky to be married to a man that that really helps me um see things
1: in a different light into before she met him she didn't know that you could just be a total asshole and she just feels like she's seen this new vision of the world where you can be rich and just not give a shit about other people. And it's just so nice to know that if you have money, you get to be a piece of shit. So, you know, all right, living now we coming to the home stretch and, uh, oh, this one was great. This is the last article. And then we're going to do a dumbass of the day. Uh, but amidst the various different ways that these assholes are trying to stiff us of our crypto uh, which include, hey, it's uh, it's not it, it, you're wasting energy, which it isn't. I've discussed this multiple times. Here's the newest one from Vice: Crypto ruined my life. The mental health crisis hitting Bitcoin investors. That's why no more reporting on people's feelings. I felt the same way when, like, with Facebook. Even when Facebook got in trouble, that all these kids want to kill themselves. Kids are just being like, you know, if you're interviewing fat girls, they probably don't feel good about themselves. It's not Facebook's fault. If you got rid of Facebook, they still probably wouldn't feel good about themselves unless every ad in the world and everything they ever saw was some hairy dove lady and who looks. all. And then even then you find the hot fat ones that doesn't make the regular fat ones feel better about themselves. No more caring about people's emotions. So fine for idiots can't handle the ride of being with Bitcoin, does that mean that we should get rid of the greatest tool for possibly opposing governments and their ability to steal us of our wealth in human history? Don't fall for this bullshit. This fucking liberal book, people's emotions are going for right. What? You don't think anyone's ever invested in a stock or something else and lost money. What is it like? 80% of new startups fail. You can shine a light on anything and find three people who have a bad emotional response to it. That is not newsworthy, and let's not fall for this bullshit as some sort of a way to possibly uh, shut down crypto. All right, there was stiff competition for Dumbass of the Day. I don't know. You know, it seems like bad things are always happening to me, like I have bad luck or something. (laughs) Son,
2: you don't have bad luck. The reason that bad things happen to you is because you're a dumbass.
1: All right. We had fantastically stiff competition for dumbass of the day. Contender number one is we've got Schumer who's saying that the GOP are not offering solutions to fight inflation. And it's very simple. You just spend less money. That's all it takes. You don't build back better, right? You don't say, hey, pre-child care. We're going to pay for that so that the mom can go to work and we can tax her too. You don't say, Hey, you know, the free healthcare that we got you, we're going to get you even freer healthcare. Hey, you know, that college that we told you would get you a better job, but it didn't get you a better job. And so you paid for it so that you could party for four years because you realized it was easy and there was nothing to do. And you weren't really learning anything. Well, we're going to pay for that too. I mean, it's really not that complicated here. Right, this is like if you had a fat friend who's eating McDo- McDonald's triple extra double delight with bacon on it, dipped into grease, and you're and he's like, "How do I lose weight?" You don't eat the fucking McDonald's triple delight with the bacon grease on it. That's it. It's not that complicated. You want to know how you combat inflation? You don't spend as much, and you start raising interest rates. It's really not that complicated. It's like if you got a friend dressed in Gucci. He's Rolex. It's like that scene in Dumb and Dumber where he steps out of the car and he's just throwing all the money and he's handing it to the people. It's like, if that guy was complaining, Hey, I don't know why I'm in so much debt. Well, it's you're driving a Lamborghini and you're handing money that you don't have to the staff so you can feel cool while walking up these stairs. All right. So contender number one is, uh, Oh, and then of course I love this pose, the very Jewish pose of, uh, Stop! No, that's not true. It, 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 it the the GOP is also spending too much money. Don't just blame us. It's both of us. It, it, the The GOP is doing it too. Okay. Oh, and then speaking of Jews, is uh, apparently Elon Musk is the latest to violate the standard Hitler comparison practices. Uh, you know the people are very upset about this. It's not nice. You're not you're you're, you're not supposed to do that. All right, contender number two. Is we've got Anthony Weiner. Oh my God! Is this guy making a comeback? So apparently he somehow got a radio show after this guy repeatedly showing his wiener and getting in trouble for showing his wiener. He's standing next to some beret dude who's just there, like, "Hey, look at me. I'm tough. I'm here. I'm with Weiner. I'm a tough guy. I wear berets because I'm tough." Now, how the fuck is Anthony Weiner getting out of jail and now getting a rate? Like, what did he- what did Weiner see on Epstein's island? What did this guy see? What does he have on the Clintons that after ruining, by the way, if you don't remember, what actually really lost the Clintons last election was Anthony Weiner had a laptop that was seized by the FBI uh, and it was seized by the FBI because he had actually sent Weiner pictures to like, I think it was a either a 14 or a 17 year old which is quite a gap because 17 year olds, you know, you might've fallen for it. I mean, I'm not endorsing that, but in some States I'm 14 year olds. There's no way to justify 14. Even 18 is weird. Under 21 is weird. 18 is the least legal. Under 18, you, you, like even 18 is a creep. So if you're dipping under the like that legal one, even in states where we're in creepy territory, I'm pretty sure he sent his wiener to uh to 14-year-olds. Um, so normally when you end up going to jail for uh sending your wiener to 14 year olds especially if you're like you're lucky to get a job at mcdonald's and then people come in and then you've got the problem where every one of them like weren't you running for mayor at one point and didn't you ruin your wife's life's wife like four times and didn't you ruin the clinton thing and then you're kind of stuck in this problem where you're famous for being the guy that shows off his big wiener and then everywhere you go people are kind of interested like tell you tell me of all the people in the world If I had an opportunity to see someone's wiener live in person, I probably want to see Anthony Wiener's wiener. That's one of the most famous wieners that ever hasn't been important. Firstly, the guy was mayor. His name is Wiener. He's got a big wiener. And he went to jail for showing people his wiener. That is a very interesting wiener. You got to run into some problems in life. Wherever you go, people want to see your wiener. You're like, I really can't show you my wiener. And they're like, but I really want to see. He's like, no, no, no. You understand. I've gotten in trouble like so many times because people told me that they wanted to see my wiener and then they didn't end up wanting to see my wiener. And then I actually tweeted my wiener. So like, if you're him, you got to be like, nobody's seeing this wiener unless there's signed paperwork and we're about to have sex. I'm not sending any more pictures of this thing. I, uh, okay. So anyways, you got the Dick, big Dick mayor. Somehow this guy is so entrenched with the political elite uh, that even though he's now divorced from his wife, who's a Clinton staffer, He manages to get out of prison and get himself a radio show and talk about dumbass of the day. I mean, could you handle a situation worse? Could you be less smooth? Here it is. Sean Hannity asking him about if he feels bad for showing his wiener to young kids. And here's his response.
2: On a new show on WABC Radio in New York, they are exploring the left-right divide and major issues afflicting New York City and beyond. One of the co-hosts is former New York Congressman Anthony Weiner. He spent 18 months in confinement for sexting with a 15-year-old girl. He was released in 2019. He says he's ready to answer tough questions about his own life, the challenges facing the country. He's joining now. And I think this is probably true of people who pled guilty. You served jail time. Have you changed? Are you a different person? Well, um, I think so. I don't think anyone can go through that kind of experience. And I think this is probably true of people who have been through other types of adversity. I don't think you go through that type of experience and don't emerge changed. Well, wait, that's, but um, Anthony, wait a minute. So that's, obscu- I think it's fairly Anthony, obvious. that's an obscure answer. I think so. Either you know in your heart if you changed, or you know in your heart if you didn't change. Or do you? Can you assure people because you're going to now try and draw in an audience, and they're going to want to know if you changed or not? Have you changed? They, 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 they can judge for themselves. I'm sorry. I said they can judge for themselves. I'm not out to persuade you or anyone else that I've changed. I mean, I, I'm doing a radio show and people can call in and
1: ask me questions. We did one this past Saturday where people, you might as well just get out of jail and go, I'm back and I'm showing my wiener to more people. Hell no, I haven't changed. I'm free. I'm free. I'm going to show this wiener to everything, everyone. I mean, how would like talk about being a bad politician? Did no one teach you how to lie? You just go, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I paid my time. And now I've got extra, I've got expert political opinions. And because of all of the pain and suffering I've caused other people, I have a new wisdom that I'd like to share with the world because nobody knows as well as I do not to show your dicks to other people unless they're over the age of 21 consenting uh, and, you know, have specifically requested it. And so only I can educate the next individual of males about how they can better live their lives. And that's why you need to turn into my radio show with Mr. Tough Guy Face. How great is that guy? He's just like looking at his own reflection the whole time. Doesn't even try and tough like step in and help out his friend and go, yeah, of course he feels bad for showing his wiener to kids. All right. And if you didn't think that these were shoeing winners for dumbass of the day, we've got none other than the my pillow guy who is seriously thinking about dropping pillows from the sky over Canada which by the way it would be the greatest moment in human history as much as i support the truckers if somehow mike lindell didn't quite figure out the math or the way to parachute these things in and that that ended up ruining the trucker rally because they were just my pillows were falling like bombs from the sky and here here is mike lindell going, we need to we need to get my pillows to the people that's what they need it's not food it's not supplies it's not money it's not political support if these truckers just had some my pillows and they could cuddle up in 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 their trucker trailers with a my pillow. Uh, they would have the clarity of the universe. Man, you gotta you gotta love the way that this guy knows how to insert himself into a situation and uh, make it better. I think uh, Anthony Weiner is gonna have to take the take the pick pick of the day for dumbass of the day. How long do you guys think he keeps that radio show for? You think it gets canceled by tomorrow, where they start getting calls and being like. Wait a second. How do you guys put this person on air? Do you think if he gets fired from that job, the problem is there's not enough money in porn? Like there was a time where people like this could have gone like the China route and gone. My wrestling career's over. Might as well cash in. Throw one one last porner out there. All right. Uh, quick shout out to the sponsors. Yo, Delta.com. Go to Sheath. Get yourself some Sheath underwear. Promo code RYM. Twenty percent off. I just did laundry. I got a fresh drawers of sheaths and now I am ready to go. Ready to ready to actually leave the apartment and see the world out there. Um, and then you know, buy tickets for the new Hampshire gig. And as always, I like to leave the show on a positive note. Let's take a couple comments and then uh, you know, I'll give my solution of the day. Uh, what do we got here? What do we got here? We got uh Anika Rico just wishing me a good morning. That's uh that's sweet of you. I wish you a good morning as well. Nah, he's still grooming minors. Could be. Sounds that way. David Quaid. Wiener never changed. You know what? Sometimes you got to stay true to yourself. You know, sometimes if you feel like it's your destiny in life to show pictures, your wiener with people of all ages, you got to stay true to yourself. And if governments put you in jail, you know what I mean? You got to fight for what you believed in. Uh, yes, Robbie. All right. Thank you. Mr. Luke, they can judge my wiener for themselves. Look, it would have been great if you managed to shove a wiener picture in there. If someone could figure out how to do wiener pictures inside a YouTube chat, and then they made us all look at their wiener, I would respect it. Sweet potatoes, lip tards, we'll love it. All right, last con- comment, Anthony Wiener on OnlyFans. You know, you should pitch that to him, Mr. Chris. I feel like you're onto something. I feel like he could probably make some decent money, and he might as well. It's like, Now, the world has changed where before social media was just Twitter, which was an inappropriate place for showing your wiener. But now you got OnlyFans where people actually pay for it. And if you're a famous ex mayor with a big wiener, who knows how much money you might be making off those wiener pictures? I think you're onto something. What is this guy doing with the radio show? He could be doing what he loves, making money, uh, being famous, and showing off his wiener. This is like he doesn't even, he might not even realize the technology that exists since he was last in prison. All right, here we go. Last topic of the day. Uh, oh, wait, wait, sorry. You know, I jumped the gun. I want to let people know that there's a new run your mouth position available, uh, which is a dumbass of the day field reporter. It's going to be an unpaid job. And here's your responsibility. Every single day when we give out a dumbass of the day award, uh, you have to get the, you you have to come to my apartment, you pick up the physical um award, and then you have to go try and track down that individual the next day and see if you can give them the award and get some comment from them. So, like, Wiener would probably be an easy one. You probably just have to stand outside the radio station. You got to yell at him, go, hey, hey, the run your mouth. Uh, you, you won the award. We got an award for you. And then maybe you can play it up as much of a ceremony as possible. And we will get a guy like, doo, doo, doo. and like, maybe he thinks like he's there for a really great award. He goes, finally, somebody's recognizing my Wiener. They realize that I was supposed to show this to kids, right? And you go, do-do-do. and then you'll wind it and you go, last yesterday, you won the dumb ass of the day award. It's a prestigious honor. You beat out stiff competition like Chuck Schumer and Mike Lindell. Are you, are you here to comment? And then they're going to pretend like they don't know that they got the award because they're trying to be modest. They're trying to pretend like, you know, they don't watch the show. It's not the biggest award in all of award shows. And like that, they, that they weren't really trying to get it. Or maybe you'll get someone who's actually like, I was working hard for that. So if you're out there You're autistic enough that you think you can handle this position. Uh, You know, hit me up. Robsnewsroom at gmail.com. And then to leave on a positive note, my solution of the day is I think we need to send my pillows to the Ukrainian border. I feel like that's the way we solve this crisis. When they see those pillows falling from the sky like white doves, and then they realize that they could just go to sleep for the evening and think of Mike Lindell and how he was able to reform his life from making crack. lying to Christians about pillows and they think about how he transformed himself, they could realize we don't need to be beholden to Biden who's trying to push us into a war with one another when there's false flags and bombs are going off and we keep blaming one another. We could just take a step back and go, you know what? We're not going to fall for these little skirmishes or supposed kindergartens that got uh, exploded. No, we're going to come together and we're going to use the power of democracy in a public vote to make it known what the Ukrainian people actually want and then we're going to support what the Ukrainian people want. And that's our episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, tomorrow's Friday, so I don't know if we're going to do Friday. Saturday, we're going to be back with a uh, a deep dive with Stephen. We're going to go balls deep into the Corona stuff. I mean, balls deep like you were in a sheath underwear. We're talking full wiener into a sheath hole, balls on a shelf. That's how deep in there we're going to get. Uh, and then, uh, we'll probably be back on Monday back at it. Look at this, this fucking, this fucking news train doesn't stop for nothing unless there's a full scale, uh, nuclear war. And I'm the one survivor, uh, in which case I'll still broadcast. Like that's what I'm saying. If tomorrow morning shit goes down, I'll be here for you. I'm not going to leave you guys hanging. If you're the one other survivor in a nuclear war and you're trying to figure out because you have a vagina where you can go and have someone fill it one last time before you die of radiation, I will not leave you in that situation. I'm a gentleman. I will let it be known that I survived it too, and that you can come over here. I'll fill up your vagina like it was a sheath hole, because that's the way I like to wear my sheath. That's my ideal way, is I put my penis in the sheath hole, make sure that it's all filled with cum so that it's warm when I leave the apartment, and that my uh, dick is staying uh, hydrated, not just hydrated, but also that it's, um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's like moisturized. It's moisturized and wet so that, it, okay, this is disgusting. We are calling it an episode, but seriously, sheath's great. RYM, 20% off. Later.